Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we'll be talking about how the nature of the mind is often to be an echo chamber for internal thoughts and emotions. The story that demonstrates this theme is called Happy Dogs, and it comes from the book Wise Tales from the East, compiled by Uri Kaplan. Here's how the story goes. Long ago, in a small Japanese village, stood a magnificent magical house. It was made of a thousand mirrors. One day, a little dog decided to visit the magical house. The dog skipped happily into the doorway, wagging his tail. He was pleasantly surprised to discover a thousand other happy dogs wagging their tails around him. He smiled and a thousand other dogs smiled back at him. The little dog was overjoyed. That was truly a great house, he thought to himself on the way back. The little dog told his friends about the magnificent house, and before long, another dog decided to go and take a look. This dog had a bad day and was feeling very gloomy and irritated. He staggered warily into the doorway, and a thousand dogs were watching him angrily, exposing their teeth. He barked back in fear, and a thousand other dogs growled back at him. He was terrified. What a horrible house, he thought to himself, as he ran away as fast as he could. The interesting thing about this story is that a house of a thousand reflecting mirrors is a very good metaphor for how the mind can be if we let it linger on a single emotion or thought. When we feel angry, the mind becomes this house of mirrors that echoes this anger and sees anger in every single thing that happens to us, to everything that we do. And the same thing is with joy. When we are happy and we focus on a single emotion of joy or happiness, we see that in all of our actions, our words, and the things that happen to us. In a way, the mind really is not just a mirror of how we feel, and but an amplifier. It doesn't just sit there and allow our thoughts to come and go. We often amplify how we feel by let it linger in our minds. And it's very important to understand the effect that this can have on our lives. Because again, just by feeling something and letting that feeling be in your mind, you're already letting that feeling influence your life in a significant way. Just like the house of a thousand mirrors, 
neither dog left the house without an impact. The happy dog felt infinitely happier, and the sad dog felt infinitely sadder. In this way, the mind as an echo chamber for our emotions and our thoughts can allow us to feel very, very high and very, very low, especially if we are unaware of the effect that it can have on us. So the solution to this in a way to kind of think about the mind and to treat and understand the mind is to realize that A, it's not neutral, and B, once we are aware that it's not neutral, that it is often an echo chamber for our best and worst thoughts, we could try our best to let the emotion be and strive towards neutrality and objectivity as much as we can. Because of course, perfect objectivity is impossible. So for example, if the dog went in there and simply observed, hmm, I see a thousand other dogs here. Seems that they may be happy. It seems that they may be sad. But I know that I have this feeling and it's just me in here. And walked out. Neither of them would have that huge spike in mood. Of course, I think the more dangerous version or direction of the mind is really in amplifying the negative feelings because, and we've all experienced this, when one thing bad, one bad thing happens to us, it could ruin our day, it could ruin our week, it could dampen our spirits and our perspectives on life for an entire year. But I think this is where we have to remember the story and remember the nature of the mind as an echo chamber. If we allow emotions to be sitting in our minds, sitting in our hearts, and we do not reflect on them, we do not process them, we don't allow ourselves to just let go of them or be distracted from them even for a second, these emotions will grow and grow and grow until they consume us. Sometimes something that helps me is when something bad or really good has happened and it's really given a jolt to my system and I can feel this pull in my mind of, oh, I want to think about it. I want to linger on it. I want to talk about it for hours and hours. And I know it's not going to put me in a positive and happy and neutral state of mind, I try to do something that takes me out of my mind. Something like taking a walk or reading a book or simply observing my breath for just one minute. In becoming aware of your body, of your surroundings, the noises, the activity around you, and letting your mind focus on these other things, you're able to come back to your own emotion and realize, oh, it's just one moment in time. This is only one experience, and I don't need to let it define me, define my mood, define my perspective, define my outlook in life. You can start to rest easy and let go of this emotion when it's time. Of course, no one can tell you exactly how to process all your emotions, but, and also how long it takes to process your emotions. However, 
in realizing that we should not be letting our emotions drive our lives. And just like in the house of a thousand mirrors with the dogs, we shouldn't be letting those mirrors, those reflections, the amplification of our singular emotion define us because it's temporary and it doesn't really lead to a place of growth. Knowing all of this will help you in finding the right course of action when you feel a really strong emotion, whether that's of deep sadness or guilt or shame or even one of hyperactive joy and a feeling so high you feel that life may not even be real. All of these emotions, especially if we just let it echo in our minds, can be really frightening and also can allow us to be trapped in our own world, in our own self. But to come back to reality, to feel grounded again, to feel as if your feet are on the ground and not floating in the clouds, what you can do instead is to engage in an activity that forces you to focus on something else, like the breeze, walking, the activity at hand that requires your full attention, and also to remind yourself that just because you're feeling very strongly about something, or you have an emotion that is very strong and is consuming your whole body and mind, that this moment will also pass. And once you walk away from that emotion, it will no longer consume you and define you and lead you in a very specific direction in life. Remembering and keeping these things will help you to let go of these experiences and emotions as they come and allow you to rather gather wisdom and insight on what you do experience in life, letting that rather than letting what you experience drive and define you and not allowing those experiences to trap you and keep you as you are. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful, safe, and joyful week ahead of you. Until next week.